Welcome to the Say Yes Movement Podcast with Heather and John, where we help you with your professional and personal growth, helping you say yes to the scary stuff. Hey, Heather, how's it going? It's going good, John. How about yourself? It's, you know, I feel bright-eyed, bushy-tailed. I went out for my walk this morning. I saw the sun come up. You know, there, there's something special and magical about being out with the sunrise first thing in the morning. And I you know, love those mornings. Yes. I was inspired by, you know, your challenge last month, or I think it was last month or the month yep. before, where you were taking photos of the sunrise every day. So there's a there's a mastermind group that I'm a part of where every morning at 6 a.m. we get on a call together. So what I've been doing is going for my walks during that call and listening in. So I'm like, Fantastic. it's like double, like it's stacking the good, right? I'm getting the call and getting the walk. And it's, you know, I've, I've been able to finally squeeze my 5K just under one hour. So I'm super happy about that. Oh, super, that's fantastic. That's another. You know, I love that, you know, stacking the wins or doing two things at once. And we have these rules that mm. are, and, and what are rules? They're just made up scenarios that we're supposed to abide by. And some of them are, we can let go of, especially with COVID, especially with, you know, back to work. Like we, we, we hold on to these rules that we have to stay in front of our camera and be on Zoom, just like we were sitting in an office from nine to five. And in fact, why can't we do walking meetings with people? Why can't we get out and do two things? at one time and imagine the energy flow and the idea flow and the creativity that comes with that that's different than sitting in front of a camera or sitting in an office building so i i think that that is the right way to go i mean i know there's some meetings where you're presenting and you need to be uh, doing those things but that not every meeting is that situation so you know, no, look I, at I, your day and yeah, say no. when can i add a walk in and work at the same time yeah, no, I'm with you. Listen, one of the things I would do, and actually this is something I learned from Steve Jobs. I can't remember if it was from one of his books or one of his interviews that he did, but it was the walking meeting, right? Mm. So one of the things he would do with his teammates is he would go for walks around the campus, right? That's part of the way that he squeezed in his exercise. Because, you know, and I'll be honest, like it kills me when I hear people say, well, I can't even get up. I don't have time to get up, right? Like, I don't have time, you know, we talked about this on one of the previous episodes. Like, I don't even have time to go to the bathroom. Like, like come on. Like, we have time to go to the bathroom. Like, no work is that necessary. Unless you're putting out a fire, you're a doctor doing a, you know, if you're a doctor doing some sort of medical procedure, yes, 100%, you can't step out of the room. But for the rest of us, we're sitting at a desk. Absolutely. We have time to go to the yeah. bathroom. Come on. And and that's a symptom of a couple of things, right? In 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 a corporation, that's a cultural expectation. Mm. And for people that then agree to that, what it usually is is there's there's this um, culture of not enough. And you know, if you're not scheduled back to back, you're not good enough. If you're not busy, you're not good enough. And it creates this expectation. It's like, well, wait a minute, I have some free time. So maybe I'm not going to get that promotion or uh, I'm not back to back like everyone else. Maybe I'm not working hard enough. And this underlying message gets sent to everyone. And then people wear it like a badge of honor, like I'm back to back me today as opposed to you know imagine you said oh you know what I've, I, I've never heard anyone say this with celebration I've carved out entire half afternoon just to be creative today 
Can you imagine if that was the culture, <laughs> especially in organizations where creativity and innovation are absolutely necessary? And in fact, those are the companies that are usually going back to back. And so they're not creating this space for employees and mindset to actually grow. And I like I have a blocked color coded in my calendar creative time. That's what it says. And it's mm. blocked and it's four hours. And it's on Friday. So it's like a feel good, like it's it's got all of the attributes. You know, I, I don't do it on a Monday because Monday I want to get my week started and I, I don't want to sit down and, and be creative. But on Friday, I'm like, wow, what were all of my wins for the week? What can I actually learn from this week? What did I learn from my clients, from my students, from whoever I interacted with? And let me sit down and either write a blog, write a story, you know, do a post, whatever that might look like for my creative time. And it's in the calendar and it gets moved slightly, but not too many times. So yeah, no, I listen, I love that. I, I forget which organization, I don't know if it was Amazon or if it was Google, but they gave essentially everybody 10% of their work week. Yes. They would give them for creative time. I, I believe, I believe it was Google or Amazon. Yes. It's one of those two companies. And and they took but, it back recently, John. <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> no, no, no. But this is actually a good story, right? Is that you know the company had a, there's a business case for everything, and especially mm -hmm. for for operational time. And they why didn't they get it back? And maybe they just didn't have the right measurement tool. Maybe people weren't using it properly. Maybe they didn't create the culture. I'm not sure all of the reasons. I'm sure there's a Harvard paper on it. But mm -hmm. they're, they're, you know this is really really important that you think about. Forget, does your company give you the time? Do you give yourself the time? Do you give yourself the time? And you are the boss of your own life, whether you're mm -hmm. at work or not, okay? You are still the boss. I, I don't know very many jobs where you are not able to say yes or no to the things in the, that you need to do in a day. Sure, you have to show up you know, for a certain time. You leave at a certain time. You take breaks at a certain time. That's just good teamwork. But the rest of it is, you know, are you using your time wisely? You know, I, I was just talking to a, a friend of mine and she is bringing in this new food service into her company because she saw her workers were sitting down and not eating the best food and spending a lot of money on food. And so she saw this as an opportunity to give another benefit to her employees. And so she's bringing in this food service. Looks like it's a self-serve, freshly made, prepared uh, meals, mm. and then it'll be subsidized. So, you know, there are other things that we can do other than go grab a burger together, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. You're making me hungry with the thought of food right now. <laughs> For some reason, I just wanted to take a second and say good morning. I think it's Mulatu. Hopefully I'm saying that correctly. Mohammed and Felicia, good morning. So happy to have you here with us. Yeah, no, we, we so, you know, just going based on time, right? Like time and, and commitment to time. I, you know, th this is such a big topic because it, it's one where it is, a lot of it is mindset. Because actually I was in my class the other day and I was talking about people's work capacity. Right. Mm. And if we're lucky, we probably get 50 to 60 percent out of people in their workday. Actually, with people moving and working from home, we actually get more because there's less interaction time. Right. Yeah. People no longer go to the water cooler. You know, people no longer wait in the coffee lines together. But you know what I found is a lot of a lot of things that I got done at work weren't sitting down behind my desk. 
Mm-hmm. It was going for that walk around the building with somebody to say, hey, I'm going to go grab a coffee. Would you like to come with me? And then in the process, we talk about something that we need to get done. And we would be, it would be so creative. Like it would, it would create such a great conversation because our bodies were kind of doing their own things and our minds actually got to work. And there's some science behind this. When your body's moving and your mind is working, your mind is actually coming up, coming up with different things. Versus just trying to occupy, you know, if you're sitting at a desk, you're kind of limited in terms of motion, which is why I use my hands all the time. But it, it's um, it's a great way to almost separate the body from the mind and let the mind do what it needs to do, right? Yes, John, your camera just turned off, so yeah, look at that. <laughs> just did something uh, funny. I, I want to tell you something. So, so yesterday, you and me were both teaching, and we were we our classes are beside each other. And I was talking to the class also about energy and, you know, making sure that you bring your best self to everything that you do and movement. And we actually did the power posing class and I Mm -hmm. gave them a little challenge. And I don't know if you could hear it. I don't know how the walls are, but I said, uh, I have my, my, my coworker and my peer next door. And he also loves to do the power pose with his class. So would you like a little bit more energy today? And of course, the whole class said, yes, they'd love to have a little bit more energy. So we did the power pose. And I said, be as loud as you want to be. In fact, we want to rock the room next door. So I got to check in. <laughs> did you hear us? Because I thought that was just so playful. And I thought for sure you were going to do it back to us. And we'd have we, a little, a little game did. going on. So, you know, it's funny because we did hear it. It, it. Actually, just before you did your power pose, I had my class do my power pose because we actually looked at energy in the room, right? Where was yeah. everybody's energy? And, you know, everybody was sitting at a five or six. Listen, it's Tuesday afternoon. It's feeling a little warm in the class. Like you're just, you know, your energy is like it starts to dip, right? So we did, we had just done the power pose, but we didn't do any sounds or anything. And actually, I'm probably going to incorporate that next week. Um, but we heard you and I'm like, we're not going to let that, you know. So I was telling my class that you were in the next classroom over. And I'm like, we're not going to let them outdo us, right? Like, that's just not going to happen. Not that we're competitive or anything, but we're not <laughs> going to let them outdo us. So I'm like, come on, let's, let's raise the energy. So you probably didn't hear us. So maybe the, the, the walls are a little bit thicker than I thought they were. But um, yeah, no, we, we responded. So maybe the people at the back of the room heard it. But because okay, I know you are like way, way, way on the other side of the room. That's Yeah, right, that's we had right. fun with it, right? We just well, played with it. And I think that's a perfect example of, you know, we own our own environment and we're in charge of the energy. And and I actually talked to the class about, you know, the energy that they bring to every moment of their life. And it's, you know, we don't wake up and go, wow, I feel like an eight out of 10 for energy. We actually have to do things that will activate and, you know, going for a walk like you did in the morning, John, is definitely one of those activation moments. But another important activation moment is, you know, sitting down and deciding that we're going to be at a different energy level. So, you know, when I asked the class what their energy level was, again, they were also that average of the five. And I asked them what my energy level was, what they were getting from me. And they gave me an, a 7.5 or an eight. And I said, that's actually exactly where I, I I like to stand, but I don't wake up with a seven or eight. I wake up as a baseline of six. So, you know, whatever your baseline is, which is what your normal energy level is when nothing is going 
uh, wrong. It's just your normal baseline, what you're, what you naturally sit at. And then how do you elevate that natural baseline one step up? And the power pose is a way singing in your car. I love to sing Lizzo in the car and just belt it out. That's another way to get to an eight really quickly. You know, you do on your bouncer, John, and, and get your body moving. These are all ways to change your energy levels so that new ideas will flow in, new creativity will come in. And actually, you're then going to have an exchange of energy with the people around you that's much more positive, and you'll be able to bring their energy up because energy is an exchange. And that exchange, you're able to give and take. And you know, for anyone that's ever spoken on a stage or run a team meeting, you know if your energy is low, the team meeting will not go as positively as you want it to. But if your energy is at a seven or eight, you can manage through that really, really positively. Mm -hmm. Okay, it looks like you're back on, John. I love yeah. I love technology. I, yeah, I, I, was, I was. You know, you're right. It, it's your energy dictates and has um, your your energy dictates the decisions that you make, mm. right? So we were talking about that. So you know, we were talking about that in the classroom as well. Like your energy pretty much sets you up either for failure or for success. Right. Mm. So when you are in a difficult moment, like to me, and one of the things I learned, I believe it was from Tony Robbins, you know, health is energy. Right. And yeah. the more energy you have, the better your health, the better decisions you make, the better interactions you have. There is so many things that it impacts. Right. When you think about people who get into arguments with other people, it's typically because their energy tends to be a little bit low. Yeah. Right. And it's so easy. Like it's, it's, it's almost like you need to condition yourself to get to a place where you have high energy so you can make those good decisions. So you don't react in a negative way. Right. hundred percent. And, and, and and you're, you're you got to be aware, like the awareness mm. of your own energy so that you're not trying to steal other people's energy either because you and because the energy is exchanged you can actually if you're at a four or a three you can actually bring other people with you into that doomsday feeling so you know also be aware that you know and i call it like the energy sucker or the vampire sucker mm -hmm. and we've all been around those people that are an energy level three or four that's their natural state and when you're around them you just don't feel your best self and that's what's happening is you're allowing that energy to go and me and you john we both teach people how to put you know that that force field around them so that they <laughs> the energy vampires don't get into your energy field and in fact you can influence it the other way because it flows you know, Brene Brown, um, I love her so much. And she said her and her husband have a great process that at the end of the day, they walk in the house and they declare what level they're at. And mm. so, you know, if one of them's at an eight, the other one's at a, at a six, they're like, don't worry, I'll fill in the other two. And so oh. they're, they're always, they're not trying to get 50, 50, they're just declaring what their energy levels at and then seeing if somebody else can pick it up. And if they're both at a two, okay, this is not the time to make decisions to, you know, uh, you know, complain about you know, the dishes not being done. That's not the time for those conversations. So they've also put guidelines for them for their relationship that we're not going to have those tough conversations when we're both at a two. We're going to have them when we're at a six, seven, or an eight. I think it's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, no, I think so too. So here's a question for all of you that are listening right now. Where is your energy at? Mm. right i'd love to know where your energy at is this morning i know my energy right now is about a seven seven and a half because i went out for my walk like i've been up since 5 30 this morning so i'm feeling good heather where's your energy at 
I'm probably a 6.57. It's fluctuating between those two numbers. Yeah. Okay. Good, good. For those that are listening on the call right now, just let us know in the chat or let us know in the comments, where is your energy? Are you a five, you're a six, you're a seven? Depending on the number, we might actually show you one of the tools that we use, right? Mm. And for those that have been to our presentations and our webinars, you know the tools. But we can always do a quick review if we, if we need some help and support. But let us know. Just let us know in the chat where your energy's at. Because we Yeah, one being the lowest, 10 being the highest, right? The highest, so. yeah. Mm -hmm. So, while, oh, we got a 6.5. Okay, I'll go up when I get up. Okay. We'll go up when I go to work. Ooh, I love that. I love it. I love it. His energy is going to go up. You know, it's funny because most people's energy dip when it goes to work. So yours is going to pop up. I love it. That's amazing. 6.5. Well, and here's okay. here's the fun part, right? So the numbers that people are giving because it's so early in the morning, I'm, I'm assuming people are in their routines of the morning and mm. you know that that that's probably close to your baseline which which means it's the normal energy level that you have with no inputs or outputs it's just so you wake up and that's what you are and there's no number that's right or wrong for what your baseline is but what is important is that you know what activities move you down that scale and what activities can move you up that scale and you do at least one activity as quickly as possible to move yourself up to that next level and the reason for that is if you want to change your baseline this is you have to be consistent mm -hmm. and you have to consistently do something that's going to change your baseline and so if you're normally at a five you can be a normal six, but not overnight. This is, you know, a, a change of environment, a change of activity, a change of a consistent thing that you do. And we're not talking about, you know, going out for 5k walks. That is an app option, <laughs> but I'm talking about 10 deep breaths. I'm talking about five minutes of meditation. I'm talking about getting out of bed without the alarm going mm. off and jumping, doing five jumping jacks. Like any of those activities will actually help you get to a 5.5 for a short period of time, it might go back down to a five, but consistently your body and your mind will crave that next baseline because it knows that that's growth and it will then dictate you have to get up and you have to do what you said you were going to do. And that yeah. consistency and that win gets stacked on top of each other. Before you know it, your next baseline has been achieved. Yeah, actually, so I love the tools that you talked about, Heather. Just I just wanted to add one more in there. And this one, you yeah. don't even have to move your body. And it's just sitting in gratitude, right? Mm, yes. Sitting gratitude for what's going to show up for you today, right? So Felicia, I know uh, you're, you're waiting to get out of bed and, and, you know, some people are waiting to get out of the house to go to work, but just starting with a bit of gratitude, right? And so one of the things that we do in our mastermind group every morning at 6 a.m., the first 10 minutes is dedicated to just writing about gratitude. Mm. Right. Hey, Jason. Welcome. We got Twitch on the on the line with us. Today. Ooh, I love nice. it. Um, yeah, stepping into gratitude, like just so two or three things, right? So two or three things that you're grateful for. And here's my invitation to you right now: is take a moment and just express some gratitude for that. Right. Express wow. gratitude for like two or three things. Ooh, we're spiking now. We just jumped up. Um, but yeah, no, this is super, super exciting to just, you know, to be in that moment wow. and to just grow into it. Good morning, Kara. Nice to morning. have you here. Uh, yeah, we've got, uh, we've got a lot of people on this point. This is awesome. Okay. So I'm, listen, I'm going to start my gratitude. I'm grateful for everybody popping in and 
you know, dropping in their numbers and, and providing comments on this on this on this live podcast. Kara's at a ten out of ten. I love it. Woohoo! She must be <laughs> dancing in her in her living room. Then it's fantastic. I, I consider ten out of ten rock star status. Like you are ready to do like the concert of your life. So ten okay. out of ten is is not a state you can stay in because whoop that takes a lot of energy. But when you're there, it feels fantastic. So. The call to action for everyone out there, what is one thing that you can do that's going to take your energy level just to one notch higher? And if you want to go two notches, then do something that's going to really take it to that next level. And it's as simple as moving your body, having gratitude, uh, exchanging energy with someone else with, you know, telling them how they've influenced your life, give feedback, positively impact someone. All of these things are energy transfers and they will make Mm. your life, your day, your hour, your moment being present the best moment possible. So we can't wait to hear. If you want to send us your numbers for the day, if you go up to an eight out of 10, we would love to celebrate with you because when you send us those messages, by the way, it affects our energy and our energy goes out. So if you don't think that we are connected energetically, we are completely connected energetically and you can actually influence us just like we influence as many listeners as we can every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So John, back to you because we have an announcement also for October 3rd. Let's not forget about that. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Thank you, Heather. and, And thank you for that call to action. So October 3rd, we are going live. And what I mean by that, we are hosting our very first Say Yes speaker event in downtown Toronto at University and Queen. So excited to launch that. We have four amazing speakers that are going to be sharing their Say Yes story with all of you and how it's transformed their lives. And on Friday, so for those of you that missed it, last week we had one of our guest speakers that's going to be speaking at our event on our call. And on this coming Friday, we have Crystal Samuels, who's going to be sharing her Say Yes story. I'm so excited to have her on the call with us to share a bit of uh, just to give us a sneak peek in terms of what she's going to be covering this coming uh, this coming week, but also going to be covering on October 3rd. I will be including a link to the event below so you can always grab your ticket there. We'd love to see you and finally meet some of you that have been behind the screen in person. Mm. Really, That's what the event is all about. We talk about connection all the time. We're so excited to be able to launch that, bring that to the world and continue on our mission to impact a million people this year. So Grab your, grab your ticket. We're looking forward to meeting you live in person and, you know, instead of just over the phone and over video, uh, but to, to be connected physically. It's going to yes. be amazing. All right. Remember, when you shift your mindset, you shift your life. Wishing you all a great one, and we'll see you on Friday. Take care, everybody.